yo, yo, yo. <laughs> yo. <laughs> What's up, y'all? What's up? Welcome to the next episode of Influence Radio, where we discuss all things culture, music, movies, television, anything that influences culture around the world. My name is Adam Hamzi. Memes. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> My name is Adam Hamzi. I'm Madison Wise. I'm Jason Ithpat, and we have a special guest here today joining us on the podcast. Would you like to introduce yourself, Mr. Special Guest? <laughs> Um, I want to say my name is Ominihu. Some of y'all know me as Christopher Ominihu. Um, I'm, I'm just happy to be here. Like, I'm happy the podcast is going again. <laughs> We're happy yeah. to have you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's a, it's a special version of the podcast. Uh, rather than interviewing Omenihu, we're going to have him on to join the conversation about 2017 and what has went down in this uh, interesting year that we've had. We're going to talk about our favorite music some of our favorite moments favorite people and just overall things we felt influenced the year and the people in it and things we have to look forward to for 2018 there is a lot going on yeah but of course we're going to start off as always with our song of the day who wants to go first i'll take it away right. um song of the day today was bad blood by nao it's very oh i don't even know how to describe it it just like hits you really hard really nice bass line very like guttural. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the Taylor Swift song. Oh, huh. <laughs> 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 I was like, interesting. <laughs> That's an interesting choice. <laughs> but <laughs> not quite. A little different. What about you, Amanda? Oh, uh, there's a song that uh, came out like it was. A, it was like on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell us about it. Uh, man, it, ju- it has such a catchy melody. Oh. Uh, was it like saying bye to someone? One of those? Well, like I think it was kind of like, like shoddy. <laughs> oh, shoddy I don't know. Damn your body goes. I'd be a liar if I said I didn't have the hook. Numbers. Okay, for anyone who doesn't know, I dropped my first like streaming platform song called hey. Adios. Ooh. Adios. Shoddy, adios. Shoddy, adios. Um, and it's the funniest thing is everyone who's texting me, yo, like this part where it says focus on the, on the throat. I'm like, bruh, that's, <laughs> what not, that, that's not what it says. Right? It's it's focus on, on the dough. Yeah. Um, focus on the dough. Okay, so I, I heard goals. No, that's a, I thought the second time you say it is uh, focus on no. the <laughs> I love this. Throat. Somebody said, like, honestly, I heard focus on the throat the first time, but then I was like, what? I don't think he would say that. Like, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. I heard, damn, your body's ghost. Like, you're out of here. You're <laughs> no, out. Wow, that's, your vibe oh. is gross. Oh. I didn't okay. know until. <laughs> this was multiple interpretations. I damn. <laughs> the life of a mumble rapper. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you, so, so, I feel like, do, do you listen to your own song just when you're chilling? Um, yeah, it's on his story all the time. I don't because <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But like, I sometimes I wonder if musicians really do that. Well, once again, to like get the mixing right, yeah, I had to listen true. to the song a lot. And I'm not gonna tell you when the song was made, but like, I've listened to the song for a long time. Um, of course, like this being the best version of it, yeah. I'm like, yeah, like this is lit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, I've I spent a long time listening to it. So I feel you. It's just like. Yeah, most of the time I'm listening to my own music for correctional purposes. Not yeah, be- and self-critical. Yeah, rather than like to turn up. 
Yeah. But but we can to yeah. this one. <laughs> yeah. But that's my song of the day. Adios. Uh, my song of the day was one of my favorite songs of the year that was one of my top played songs on Spotify of the whole year. It was Wild Irish Roses by Smino. Second stop we did, mate. Can't find no words in this kit. And I might just pull over. Um, it's the opening song to his album Black Swan. And it has the most beautiful melody I heard all year yeah. from somebody who is not necessarily a singer, which I really appreciate because he does sing really well, but he's, he's a rapper first and foremost. Um, and it was like the most beautiful, beautiful hook. And it's super smooth. Um, definitely has a unique vibe to it. And I actually, that's my song of the day, like four days out of the week most <laughs> of the time. Yeah. So yeah, today that's what I listen to, especially thinking back about, you know, what my favorite songs were all year. That's my go-to. That's dope. I think uh, my song of the day is probably Time Moves Slow by Bad, Bad, Not Good. So this track, the reason why I like it so much is that uh, it kind of has like this creepy vibe, but it's also like very soulful and jazzy. Those don't usually go together, so I feel like appreciate those those sounds together i like it yeah it sounds cool yep awesome always with the cemetery (laughs) yeah yeah living living here at the house yeah (laughs) (laughs) awesome um okay well so song of the day now let's go macro Song of the year. Dun, dun, Anyone? Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm very opinionated. This is a very yeah, this is a hard. Qu- <laughs> it's a hard question. Uh, it's a really hard question. I don't know. I feel like SZA kind of takes it Ooh, away. Okay. What's which more? song? Yeah, Hot, well, yeah, maybe I should wait. We don't have album of the year, but love galore, maybe. Yeah, I think not that, that that's my favorite, but I think it might be. I think that's a good number answer. one. Yeah, I think that's a good answer. Um, you know, the funniest thing is like I. Like when Love Galore first dropped, I was like, okay, this—it's like the single formula. Throw Travis on it. Yeah. <laughs> I, right. At first, I wasn't—I wasn't open to like the idea. Yeah. But Love Galore is a dope song. It's so beautiful. I it, think it makes. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I, I actually didn't really fuck with it that hard when I listened to it the first time mm-hmm. either. I was like, this is cool, but it really had to warm up to me, which I think a lot of great songs kind of do. Facts. Because that mean they're interesting, you know. They're Pepsi not CD CD. Inside you. <laughs> he did it. <laughs> he Goals. did it. Oh, that reminds me of my favorite meme of 2017. <laughs> we'll, we'll get, get back to, to that. that later. <laughs> we'll get to that later. What uh, was your favorite song of it? That's a ooh. I think there was a damn. Yeah. Speaking of damn, hey. um, you know, I would say. When did Viking come out? That, that was this, this year. year. Th- that that's that, a great contender. That's mine. That's yeah. that's a even though like people feel a certain way about the Jay Z part. If you don't like the Jay Z part, you can listen to the solo version yeah. of Viking. But also Provider. I don't know the lyrics. I I've listened to the song a million times, but it's like yo, like I when the song dropped, I was in Dallas in an Uber. And I was just, I just had it on loop, and the guy was probably thinking I was crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you had it like on the aux, not in your earphones. Yeah, just on the aux. Shout out to him for having the aux. Yeah, <laughs> like literally off, off top, on site. 
if you don't have an ox, you get two stars. <laughs> like, straight up. <laughs> two? Not even three. No. <laughs> no, two. Two. I never want to match with you again. So which one you settle with? With Viking or Provider? <sighs> and then, you know, I, I would have to come back to you. Because okay. it may not even be Frank. Because I'm, like, <clears throat> I, it's I, tough. Yeah, I have to sit on it a little bit more. But you said you yours know. was. Yeah, Viking 100%. Totally, that's, that's the best song answer. that I've heard in a while. I feel like it's so beautiful. So for me, Biking, Chanel, and Slide, Frank Ocean is on a all about it. Level. Yeah, and those were oh man, those are beautiful songs, and they're just like perfect. Slide was the song <laughs> of the summer, even though it dropped in like February. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. It was amazing. I'm yeah. learning how to play on the piano right now. Yeah. Am I? And honestly. <laughs> And I think it's interesting that you say about how the people would hate on Jay-Z's verse on biking. I don't think it was meant to be like a verse verse, you know, Probably it was more like an phone. interlude, you know, I feel like it was, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out off top. yeah, I feel like it was like kind of the interlude and, and it like warmed me up for Frank Ocean to just take it away. You know, I didn't mm. want like an incredible, like amazing Jay-Z verse to right. start the song because Frank Ocean was really took it away. Yeah. But hearing his voice on the track, you know, it was more like, uh, yeah. Handlebars uh, like yeah. Xanax. Yeah. <laughs> Sidebar. <laughs> and it almost made me feel like, I was thinking about it today, I know Jay would never let anyone write his verse for him, but the fact that all the bars are so like disconnected feels like Frank Ocean wrote it Ooh. to me. But I don't, I don't know if Jay would let Maybe Frank Blue Ocean Ivy wrote it. Jay, is that true? <laughs> 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 Blue Ivy has bars. That's my song. Boom, shaka, like a boom, shaka, like a boom, shaka. Blue Ivy's She killed it. I forgot about that. We got to redo that. That's my song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Artist. Nah, but, but my song of the year, without a doubt, I thought about it and I, you know, I had my top five and I was trying to narrow it down. It's, it's Bodak Yellow for me. Mm. Yeah. Like, without a doubt. And it's. The song itself was amazing, but also the impact that the song had. Right. It is the national anthem. Right. Y'all saw that video of the people in the subway yeah, in New York? That. They Somebody played the song, and they all gathered in a big-ass circle and yeah. just started like rapping every line. Yeah. It's amazing. And I, f- I feel like there's so many different aspects of it. Like, who made it? You know, it being Cardi B and her incredible come-up. Um, the fact that it was historic, because it was, I think, the first hip-hop solo single, first single by a woman to be number one since, since Lauren Hill, I think. Yeah. That like so the historic aspect, how widespread it was, and also it being like an empowering song for women too. Um, I saw so many memes about like the guy, like dudes are just like, yeah, but like, yo, come on, my girl, like, <laughs> you know, like she she takes over, you know. <laughs> and so I think I think it was dope with all those aspects of it together, and it's a banger. Like I still think it goes hard. I have to okay, my song of the year has to be Magnolia. Okay, I have to. Because it, it had my Instagram lit when I was, yeah. when I was really rocking all over me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I, I have to those. say, hey, Playboy Cardi, yep. song of the year. That's yeah, that's a good answer too. I think we need to talk about Crew Remix. Mm. It's you can't hear that and sit still. You're right. Yeah. Why? Why? I'm so I'm well, so surprised. Uh, it's so, <laughs> so spend crew, a week with Gucci is. and I boost your self esteem, <laughs> and he will do it. Do you see his he tweets? Yeah. He would really he do it. Do it. It's so feel good. Brent Fias. I'll take crew over crew remix, so good. though. That's a thing. Oh, no, no. We I didn't think it needed you. Gucci oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty girls love chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that album. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I love Gucci. Did he need to be on that song? I personally don't think. It wasn't a bad verse, but I thought, I thought the song was perfect by itself. Okay. Sure. But. I don't know. I liked it. Spend a week with Gucci. 
But yeah, we were we were chatting about this unintentionally, but it was just like, oh, like Gucci's been like taking over, like like uh, I I kind of see Gucci like Agent Smith from The Matrix, like <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like goes. Fifth <laughs> Harmony, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hip hop oh. features, yeah, all of it, uh, Ray Shermerd, all of it, and now like with Jake, what's his name, the YouTuber. And Selena Gomez, like Gucci's yeah. everywhere, and mm, if his, his and if his going rate is what he says, yo, like yeah, it's a it's like a new being a new uh, Maybach every week. Yeah, like, shout out to Gucci. Yeah, he's been making it. Better. I'm not paying for it because <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'd have to sell my mom's house. But <laughs> One day, every stream, little by little. Yeah, that's you, how he makes it happen. One point zero. I'm on every song. <laughs> Sense. So we had, you said, um, biking. We had biking. Bodak yellow. Bodak yellow. Mine's crew, crew remix. Magnolia, Playboy Cardi. Um, let's broaden the the conversation even more. Let's take it to top five albums. Ooh. So let's try to come up with as a group what we think our top five albums of 2017 are. I'm gonna throw out one. Okay. That I think, yeah, Faye Webster by Faye Webster. It's really great. Okay. And I, yeah. Have has any have any of you guys heard, heard it? I've never no, I've okay. never heard it. I figured it would go away, but I just need everyone to know. Like it's <laughs> really good. Yeah. It's like Americana folk, but it's put out by Awful Records. Whoa. She signed with them. Yeah. It you would not expect it, but it's just like it's very emotional, very vulnerable lyrics, um, and beautiful music. Like delicate and strong. Is it mostly it's like great. acoustic production type? Um, Mm, it's not acoustic. There's like think some of like Americana stuff. or folk. Yeah. But like instrumental, like like a lot of instruments. Yeah. You know? Lots of melodies. Cool. That sounds yeah. really cool. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, I should have it. Um, anyone else want to throw one out? Mm. I mean, I think I think the the obvious one is damn obvious. Various. As Got far it. as like, definitely in the top five, if not, it's like number the one. Best. It's my number one. Yeah. It was so good. But like. That I'm also like, uh, what's it like partial because I did throw a, we did throw a listening party for it. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually where I heard it the first time. I really waited until until that listening party. And same. It. And uh, one of the craziest things like when when the music finally started, everyone was talking. Everyone like I didn't even get to hear it until I got mm-hmm. home, but I could feel it. I was like, okay, it opens up like this. Wait, first first track, he's really rapping. Yeah. And like, it gets slows down. And I'm like, yo, like, what's happening? And Dynamic. when I finally sit down with it, it's like, yo, like, I feel like the one of the biggest knocks on Kendrick, it's not, it's like, uh, what's the, like when people are talking about like, uh, like LeBron or something, like, okay, LeBron wins, he he goes to the finals all the time, but he can't he's he doesn't do it in the previous fashion mm-hmm. oh, he saying. like he's a bruiser under the rim he's it's not like he's doing the buzzer beaters mm-hmm. yeah and i feel like kendrick got the ring this time in style yeah with the humble right yeah he figured it out because like to pimp a butterfly wasn't wasn't like that like, right it was it was like a more deep like you had to sit down and listen to it Facts. a lot of people said their criticism was it didn't have a replay value yeah and i think he he smack those rumors like those uh criticisms like out of the park with this one because that's all you hear damn is all over the place Thanks. there's so many hits but he still kept the conceptual quality which exactly. i i really appreciate that from him as an artist like i think with the visuals from damn 
combined with like what he's talking about, even though I might not agree with everything that he says, like yeah. the way that he tells the story throughout the entire album is Wait, you don't agree that he wants to <laughs> he wants women with stretch marks? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like um you're talking about like the about I'm like talking about like the black Israelite stuff. <laughs> Do you, I don't know. If, you think he really believes that stuff? Like, oh, definitely. You think he does? Like Bro, that's Kendrick like his philosophy. Is, oh, of course. Like, interesting. I definitely think so. Yeah, I definitely think so. Because it was like his cousin Carl was like cousin Carl. Carl. <laughs> cousin Carl Duckworth said no my word. <laughs> And Deuteronomy <laughs> said that we all been cursed. He started pulling out the Bible. I know he watched the earth, <laughs> but there's money to get bitches to hit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Zeros to flip. Temptation is. Yeah. That's a hot album. It's That's hot. hot. Yeah, yeah, hot he, he did find his element. Like, with the album. Oh. <laughs> but I'm. With that, and speaking of visuals, that video was incredible. Yeah. So good. None of none of the camera did not move the entire video. They're all still shots. Oh wow! Which was damn. Like damn. That's like <laughs> he, he named damn because every time I listen to it, I'm just like damn. Did y'all believe the rumor about the the second album, like the Easter thing? Oh, the I like, don't know. I haven't heard it. The second one's called Nation. Or yeah, I believed it. I believed it. I oh, believed it. I was like, if Kendrick drops his album, he's so the rumor yeah, was that he had a, he dropped his album on Good Friday, and there's like a bunch of similar so. Like in the Catholic religion, they have 14 stations of the cross and then he has like 14 songs and it's like, oh, I'm being damned to like die. And then he dropped on Good Friday. Everybody thought Sunday there's going to be like oh, a resurrection. resurrection yeah. And I was like, if Kendrick does this, he's the best rapper. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably just like on, his, Jesus. Like on his yacht. And he like checks Twitter. He's like, um, no, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm done. I'm done for the year. Y'all. Like, Yo. <laughs> so but I just saw Twitter that they, they are re-releasing the album. Realigned. Backwards. Yeah, backwards. Oh, dope. Because um, that's how you're supposed to listen to it. It's yeah. Like in reverse. And it took me a while to do it because it's like there, there's no way to just like play a playlist backwards. Yeah. Right. So I had to like go back and click. You and know what you could do? You could cue all the songs backwards. Facts. But once again, that's like 14 clicks. Yeah. Like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, beyond, beyond Kendrick, because we can go on for yeah, days. Yeah. I think he's going to kill the Grammys. Um, with the with the nominations for the album, definitely. What about the other three? I think Control is mm. definitely up there. Yeah, um, yeah I, agree. I think it was very. I mean, it had good like quality songs that people liked, but it did tell a lot of stories yeah, that beautiful. Um, it told a lot of stories that really aren't as like eloquently laid out. Um, yeah. yeah, I really, I she, really she liked embodied, it. Like, that I think I think also the rollout of the album because people had been waiting for this album from SZA for so long, and the fact that you know she did it and it and it was the way she wanted it to be, and the dynamicness of that album I feel like there's so many different songs because you had like you had like bangers and you had really vulnerable songs, and you had like the slower ones like Drew Barrymore. I feel like I feel like you could listen to that album on shuffle if that was the only album you had downloaded in like an airport on a plane, and I would feel like I wouldn't get bored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it would keep me on my toes. And I feel like she's very just very like stream of consciousness in her words like she's saying things that you wouldn't really expect anyone to say and i i really appreciate that just as like this is exactly what i'm thinking no filter yeah i think that's beautiful and uh honestly whenever i saw her perform in, in la um shout out my boy ralph he, he's a he's drummer of smino he got me in i was like oh, i'm lit shout out ralph. <laughs> um and i'm in there seeing two thousand women 
of all ages singing those words like they were like the bible verses <laughs> like, it was dope to see because like yeah a lot of her lyrics did go over my head because i never i didn't like sit down and, and chew on them but seeing what she was saying and having so many uh people in that room like uh have it resonate with so many mm. people it's like yo like this has to be an important project definitely yeah, for sure. Also, shout out to Kendrick on Doves in the Wind. That's such yeah. a good <laughs> song. <laughs> and he came out that night. He came out. <laughs> oh, 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 my God. Oh, man. Did people like go crazy? <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Oh, man. That's awesome. That's such a good song. I think, uh, I think one album that I really loved this year that came out recently that I think was one of the best ones was Big Crit's album, Forever is a Mighty Long Time. Mm-hmm. It was like a double album, and it was the album he released after leaving Def Jam. Uh, because they weren't letting him make the music he wanted to make, so he ditched the label and he did it himself. And that's an amazing album, especially for people who um, really like Southern rap. I think he's from Mississippi, and he really embodies like that Southern gospel influence with like the hip hop. And I thought consistently throughout that whole album, it was just like great rap, and I thought he really killed it. I need to definitely listen to it again. I was in New York when it dropped. Um, one thing I really loved were the skits. Yeah, the skits were funny. One, like because uh, Outcast has like my all-time favorite skits. One of them with Big Boy talking to a drug dealer, and like the drug dealer saying, "Oh, I got you on the low, but the price was high." And like, <laughs> and there's uh, just so many. Like Outcast was always the master of skits. And uh, listening to the Big Crit album, there's one. Of the, there's one of the skits where about the classics. Uh yeah, the classics, <laughs> the radio, the radio episode, the radio advertisement yeah. about the club, the club, same old, same old. I'm yeah. like, yo, like <laughs> this is like well thought out, mm-hmm. like even beyond like the music and the message. Definitely, like, like yeah. that's a great touch. When the skits are also like, I would listen. I wouldn't skip the skits. I thought they were like funny as fuck. You know, Facts. I would listen to those too. And I think that's another sign of a, of a great project overall. What about you, Jason? Mm. What do you want to? I think um, Tyler's album. Oh, sure. okay. Um, I feel like Tyler finally got to make the album that he wanted to make. Yeah, you could hear like pieces of that sound throughout all of his previous work, and so I really enjoyed that album. It's like it was finally happy. Yeah, the stuff from Tyler is just like. Like as early as I'm gonna gauge my eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> the production was was incredible. Facts. Yeah, I, and great. I feel like his his aggressiveness overshadowed the quality of his production so much, like that, and it was like Rightfully not in a good so. way, you know? Yeah, because it was like I don't want to listen to this shit. I don't care yeah. how pretty it sounds. Like, yeah. so, but yeah, on this album, I feel like he allowed him. T- I feel like he was able to kind of match those energies with For like sure. the beauty of his production and the lyrics as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say Fireboy. I'm glad you said it, and it's just like. Flower Boy was dope because it, for me, he left the the elements that his more uh, adult fans didn't like, like Cherry Bomb on Cherry Bomb. Like, I don't like that. Yeah, I, I just don't like uh, That's never my energy. <laughs> yeah, or Damo 23, yeah. I, that's never my energy. At all. <laughs> and, but I get it. <laughs> to his younger fans, they, they might really, really fuck with Wild it. Out, yeah. But like, his uh, I like Dama Twenty Three. His his love for music <laughs> came out, and right. like his uh his love for collaboration was apparent on it. And mm. it was like yo like maturity too. Facts. Yeah, that's why I felt out of it. Yeah, that's true. He kind of found 
I feel like I, I could hear on songs like November particularly, I feel mm-hmm. like I, I heard the, the self-reflection and the honesty and um, you know, a lot of his career was playing a character for shock value to get attention right. to elevate his music. Right. And I feel like now he didn't have to play that character anymore. Right. Um, and obviously I, I mean, I take issue with the character he played and I don't, I don't really like that marketing tool he used. And I felt like it was more harmful than it was good in a lot of ways. That's like a huge conversation to have, but I do like the fact that he was able to shed that skin and kind of be the person he, he really was. Cause I don't think that, I think the Tyler that was making Goblin kind of was very similar to the, to like the softer Tyler we see now. That's just not the one he presented, you know? So I think, I thought it was cool to see, like, I listened to Goblin and Lesson Flyboy, like, at the same time. Like, I listened to one and the other just to mm-hmm. see, like, the growth. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was incredible to see that, yeah. that change. One thing you could say about Tyler, though, across the board, is that he's always been really talented as a musician. So, facts, facts. Like, being in LA while, while Flower Boy dropped, that Flower Boy dropped in the summer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. While Flower Boy dropped, and then June. being back in LA, whenever Flognog happened, whenever oh, yeah. his TV shows dropped, being at the golf store. Oh, you went when it reopened. What's it like? It it's dope. Um, it's probably my, the second coolest store on Fairfax behind. It's like Rip Nip or something like this other place. Is, it's dope, but like I actually like I was like biking behind the store and I met Tyler. I was like, Yo, what's good, Tyler? Oh, she <laughs> looked at me. He's like. Was good, G. <laughs> I, I, I was like, no, I really fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. because you kind of know that he doesn't yeah. want to like say hi to a lot of people, but you're gonna you're gonna yeah, fucking yeah, say yeah. hi, you know? Like you're gonna blow up the spot. Yeah, but like once again, like he literally has uh, that sector of LA lit in the world, like yeah. the kids of the alt kids, um, the skaters. It's just it's dope, and then also his music can appeal to college people who don't have that energy yeah and that's why i feel like that's kind of a theme with a lot of like our favorite songs or albums is kind of what the music is able to offer to the listeners and what what they're able to kind of get out of it and like the relatability aspect is, is huge as well like what how can how can a, how can an album make you feel at home mm-hmm. or make you feel um more seen like as a person which i think has been one of music's original functions for sure since the beginning yeah, I think it's neat to see him like do what he's doing with clothing, too. I like seeing artists swap media, because I think if you're an artist in one thing, you probably are in multiple. Yeah. And it's cool to see them like bring it to life. And his stuff looks good. Like It's so colorful and it fun. Does. A little different than the like earlier Tyler. Yeah, yeah but I like seeing it. Yeah, and I think that well-roundedness of artists is... A lot of a lot of rappers these days like don't want to be confined in just being just a rapper, which I think a lot of that you know Kanye didn't do it, but that was a big conversation that Kanye had when he was like talking about being put in a box, and so people like you know Tyler and who else is in a, like even like Chance Child- Childish Gambino, Childish Gambino yeah. absolutely yeah like, sad, definitely is that sad. even a, can we even call him that or is yeah. Donald Glover like, <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> like, facts, like yeah. honestly because I'll I'll be honest like early on I wasn't claiming. Uh, Donald, like, mm-hmm. I was like, who's this guy rapping on yeah. MGMT beats? <laughs> like, <laughs> Campus trash. Yeah, and and then because the internet came out, I remember seeing him during South by. That's where I met Peter. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? One of our roommates. Was that at Auditorium Shores or by the Long Center? No, was that it that was show? off of a Congress. It was off of Congress. It was at the Titanfall. It was it was Titanfall opening. I I meet Peter there. I met this girl who I was seeing on AM for a couple of whiles, all at that same show. And I was like, yo, like, 
Josh Gambino's dope. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, yeah, like whenever he branched, when he finally like, it's funny because he's always believed in himself when he quit. Yeah. Um, community. Yeah. Like, Wait, you're quitting. He's, he's had the vision. Yeah. <laughs> he's always had the vision. And then and when he quit rap for like directing and filmmaking, and then also his album um, "Awaken My Love," which technically came out last year, but is in the Grammy noms. Facts. Like and it's just like oh, like he's always moving forward. I feel like he went from like uh, like look at this like look at this weirdo to oh. He's leading culture. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think he knew from the beginning he was gonna end up there. Which but I think is cool. I, the thing that's sad about that for me is I'm glad that dudes like Tyler and Donald are opening doors because I feel like it's a specific door that they're opening, and it's what yeah. Kanye was yelling about after Yeezus. It's like if Tyler doesn't make those super wild attention grabbing videos, no one's gonna say you can have a clothing line. Like he's Definitely. just like a young black dude from L.A. You know, or like Donald Glover, like no one's gonna say you can direct this video. Like, yeah, who are you? FX, yeah. And so, why does it? I don't know. I feel like everyone always has to rap first. Like, do you think ASAP Rocky wants to be a rapper? No, <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be designer. <laughs> but he had to be a rapper for people to take him serious. Like, that's, that's the only point. way you yeah, get it there as a young black male. So, I feel like with these dudes being able to be successful and branching off, and the fact that you know media is created more so from the consumer. It's like not one directional now. We can create our own content, put it online for people to see. Like it's allowing people the opportunity to to branch out and be more than just a rapper. Yeah, maybe those people that took that rapping route in order to achieve those right. later goals, maybe now the gatekeepers of those industries will see them and not keep the gates closed for people right. who aren't rappers. Hopefully, hopefully you know. Hopefully. hopefully. After he got blackballed, and now, well, it's funny because the season that he it was taking a knee, he was like literally the only person. There's a few people sprinkled throughout yeah. the league. Mm -hmm. A year later, whole teams are taking knees, right. and it, it's just like, yo, like that's in, that's crazy impact. Yeah. Now, like, who's the person of the year for what magazine was time? it? Was time. it time? time? They chose him as person of the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he ha he had a huge influence. Oh wait, huge was it GQ? G GQ, oh. it was yeah, GQ. it was. And yeah. the dopest, my favorite part about it, he hasn't even talked. <laughs> he's been silent. <laughs> and and honestly, his actions speak for it because he's been doing a lot of really incredible grassroots organizing. Like he he donated like was it like a hundred k to Asada's daughters in Chicago, like an organization for like for black women. Um, he he's been doing like know your rights campaigns in the Bay Area, things like that. So yeah, he hasn't talked a lot, but. He's, his actions have been speaking louder than anything else. Definitely yeah. a huge influencer of the year. Yeah, he started a lot of conversations. And then even with, like, Jamel Hill. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And then she got kicked off for a bit. Not exactly for that statement, but... But kind of, yeah. Yeah, it was a wave. Sneaky see. Um, on that kind of political note, I think Killer Mike is a great influencer. He's very sure. outspoken with his beliefs, and they're not... Necessary. They're a little different than what I would have assumed, um, but I I really like seeing that. Um, but someone so to kind of flip that, um, I think Kalani has been a really big influencer this year. So, because um, a while back she had her little run in with a suicide attempt, um, and now she's back like better than ever, looking yeah. super happy, super really healthy, inspiring. very yeah. Like I think she's done. Um, like a lot of good for herself and it's nice to see and I think she means a lot to a lot of people 
something yeah, like that. Yeah, and, and the the good for herself is is good for other people too because mm. y- I yeah. I've I've met people who have been in very similar situations as her, like where they kind of tried to give up and then made it through and then came and then came back better than ever. You know that that kind of story arc, and they look up to her so much because she did that on such a and doing that on such a big scale is terrifying because everybody yeah. saw what she went through and it was like so public in right. the worst way. Um, so not even the struggle itself. It was bouncing back from the struggle with a thousand cameras on you. Yeah. It'd be hard. And her album was really great. I thought it was a really good album. Yeah. I think she's done really well. I'm happy for her. That's the most difficult thing, I think, for anyone who's, like, influencing culture. It's like, I couldn't imagine making moves where everyone is looking at you or everyone's criticizing everything you do, you know? And uh, that's why more props to Colin Kaepernick because, definitely. like, he, he definitely got death threats. Like, I'm... Oh, for sure. For sure got death threats, you know? Or, like, Kalani, for example, or... I mean, I don't know. When, when you're talking about, like, large political, social issues... If Steve Harvey got death threats... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can get death threats on Twitter for anything, so, yeah. <laughs> Steve Harvey, <laughs> <laughs> biggest influencer. Twenty. <laughs> I still watch Family Feud. Uh, like, uh, so. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick definitely though. Kalani. I'm deciding friends. between two who are probably like less. Like, Go for serious. it. Serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. Um, one of them is Petra Collins, photographer. Mm-hmm. Amazing work. I think she's and great. I feel like yeah, I feel like she's underrated. Honestly. Um. I feel like we'll probably look back at the 2010s and like her work will be like a hallmark of the time. I also think Trevor Sturman. I can't decide between the two. I don't know Trevor Sturman. Trevor Sturman, his work is very Afrocentric. He does like a lot of clothing and design. Like he's just like an all around. Is he, is he, where's he from? Uh, South Africa. Gotcha. Yeah. So I think those are probably my two, Petra Collins and Trevor Sturman. Because I met like, Back uh, like last month, I went to Petra Collins book opening book signing for Coming of Age, mm. and it was just like I didn't even know who she was until like my like my ex girlfriend put me onto her, mm. and, I, and like now going through Instagram, Petra Collins aesthetic is seen through a lot Everything. of a lot of people. And that yeah. quiet influence is a big deal and too, because you don't realize it's like where are people getting these aesthetics from? Like literally, she is the I would say the Drake. Her style, because you know, like right now, like you go on SoundCloud, a lot, of, a lot of sing song rappers. That's that's Drake blueprint. Right. A lot of like girly aesthetic photos, like cl- like glittery. That's Petra, and like once again, as you if when you fast forward ten years, mm. the uh, the leaders of photography or the young blood of photography are going to be derivatives of her. Mm. She's only twenty four. Right. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that. Yeah, so it's like it was dope be waiting in line to like just chat with her and seeing all the little girls that were like, "Yo, I picked like, the camera too," and like that's awesome. That's I love crazy that. important. Oh man, I can't wait. She's only twenty four. Facts. What? Yes. Yeah. That's wild. And like when I when I Google the that, kid, the kids are there's a lot of young people doing me. amazing yeah. shit. Yeah. It's amazing <laughs> to see. Um, it is. And and my uh. For me, I have a I have a few influencers that I was thinking of, but I think that uh, Brockhampton is a group of people that had a huge influence on a lot of people all throughout 2017. Because for people who aren't familiar with Brockhampton, it's a boy band 
a hip hop boy band from Texas. Let's go. Came out of San <laughs> Marcos is where they met met up. They met on a on an online forum. They all Kanye met up together. T- yeah, t- Kanye Tudo was the forum. Um, they all came together. They lived in Austin for a little while too. Went to San Marcos. Moved to LA. At the beginning of the year, no one knew who these people were. Super niche and super small. And they, uh, coming next Friday, they would have released three albums: Saturation One, Two, and Three. Right. And all their videos were with almost no budget, the same camera outside their house in South Central <laughs> LA. All their videos, um, al- almost all of them. Um, and the fact that they were able to make such a big wave, because now they're huge and they have a huge following um, and lots of stands too, like people that are very dedicated to their music. And the, the fact that they were able to accomplish that all DIY with just getting creative people in one room mm-hmm. and hanging out and making music, I think has shown people that there's not a huge gap between them and the people they're looking up to. And, and their motto is question everything. That's like, that's like what they, what they, what they call, like, that's like their catchphrase kind of. And so I think kind of that's pointing at is why, why, why are some people uh, like, I guess, quote unquote, allowed to be like these like influencers huge up here when my ideas might be as interesting or as cool as theirs. Why can't I be in that position? And I think that they influence a lot of people to see that if you, it sounds corny, but if you really do put your mind to it and you're willing to make the sacrifices for that art, you can be the next great influencer or, or your music can be heard all around the world. And, you know, and also when we're talking about like Donald Glover and Tyler and Kanye about being well-rounded artists, they, they direct their own shit. They make their own merch. They design their own album covers. They produce their own music and they write their own lyrics, all of that within their own group. Mm-hmm. So that was really inspiring for me to see, especially knowing that they're from San, like they came out of San Marcos, just to see that they could ride like this wave and just release products and, and get as big as they are. Mm-hmm. So despite the fact that they still have a long way to go and they're not the biggest thing in the world, I think that for the people that do follow them, they like had a huge impact. For sure. Yeah. Big Absolutely. Fan. I'm wearing their t-shirt right now. (laughs) 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 I'm I'm actually their PR guy. (laughs) I was like, wait, fanboy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was actually my my, like paid advertisement. (laughs) Just full disclosures. First one's free next time. (laughs) Just kidding. I wasn't paid for that for the record. (laughs) On that note, one thing I think was really neat this year was the internet, how they all kind of broke off um, and did their solo albums. And they said that they did that so that they could all explore their own sound without messing with the sound of the group together. Awesome. Um, and I really like that. And I think we'll see more of that. Yeah. And as far as it goes for like what to see in the coming years, um, I'd really like to discuss what the 2018 artists to watch are. Like, do y'all have any people that you really have your eye on? Abra, always. Yes. <laughs> Literally yeah. all the time. Yes. Yeah. Um, I would have to say uh, the girl Billie Eilish. Yes, exactly. Like, That's on my list. Like, uh, once again, I met her during South by just on the side of the street. I was like, "Yo, your outfit's dope." She was like, "Your outfit's dope." Fast forward, she's touring the world. Was that this past South by? Yeah. Wow. Damn. Yeah, like literally, and like people be like, "Oh, like they." All the numbers are falsified, or like any because things can be numbers can be manipulated, mm. and like tracking her follower count from then to now, you're like, man, she really, but no, like I've seen her perform twice, and it's like her audience looks like her. Yeah, there's I s- I've seen moms and daughters 
phones out for like literally crying. Yeah. Singing her lyrics. That's cool. She's so widely loved. Yes. Like people love her shit. Her her influence and her level of impressions are is only gonna go up. I think that sky's the limit for her. Her voice is so beautiful. Her and her she brother. makes incredible pop music. Like Facts. it's so good and clever and She's, what, 15 years 15, old? That's wild. And her brother, wild. Phineas, who's her uh, partner on stage, he's only 20. So, like, they're, they're, on, they're on the wave. Yeah. Shout out she to was, She was also my 2018 artist to watch. Because I, 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 I like pop music and I respect pop music. It's not what I consume the most. But her music specifically, I think, like, her voice is so beautiful and... Um, the execution of a lot of her songs are things that like because a lot of the idea of pop music is, is popular, you know, and a lot of times just have a formula, you know, sometimes like Selena Gomez and like Camila Cabela songs, and, like all these different pop stars kind of merge together for me. But mm. I feel like hers is almost like an alternative pop mm. that makes me interested in pop music in a way that I typically I get something out of her pop music that I wouldn't necessarily out of pop stars. Yeah. Yes. And like and, uh, I, I, I listen to her music. Kind of like similar to Kendrick's music, and like the example just being it happens to be popular. Oh, seriously. Rather than like it, w- it's not like uh, it's not like a like Ed Sheeran song. Yeah. Like the type of language is is not like regular dialect. Mm. It's it's like very artsy, well well placed words. Deliberate. Yeah, and it's just like that's not pop in itself. It's just. She happens to appeal to this next yeah. round of teenagers, and it's happening to be popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go Billie Eilish. Um, Shout out Billie Eilish. Did Did you say who? Who's your twenty eighteen artist? To watch? Um, twenty eighteen artist to watch. I'm gonna go with a okay. So John Bapp. Ooh. And I'm gonna have to go with like this entire record label out of Dallas. Got a shout out <laughs> Dallas one time. Um, Dolphin Records. Incredible work. I don't, I'm not familiar with yeah, either of these. Yeah, you got to listen to John Bapp. I feel like the reason why I really appreciate him is that he um, he crosses so many genres. So, like, his last album was, like, a jazz, trap, funk, soul thing. Yeah, he just performed in L.A. John Bapp is dope. Hit one of my favorite songs from him la- this year was with Zach Witness. Okay. On, uh, on the yeah. Outcast revival project that, that Zach dropped, it's that song. I had that song on loop a couple because I was, I just didn't get it. I was like, "Yo, this is tight," but it's touching so many different <laughs> feelings. <laughs> and like, if you haven't heard it, I'll I'll definitely uh, link y'all with it. But it's just his voice is dope. When he's on stage, he has like a small little guitar, but yeah. he's like 6'4". Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's That's like, awesome. it's just dope. His, his vibe is crazy. Yeah, it's really good. Have you seen him perform? I have seen him perform, yeah, a couple times. My cousin is his bassist, so oh, nice. that's how I found out <laughs> about the band. Hey, Dad! <laughs> uh, we're all sellouts. Oh, what happened? <laughs> all of us except Madison. It's coming. Hers is going to be the, l- the last over. minute. <laughs> uh, I, I love that. I love how we can be wowed by an artist and know that they are just getting started. Which is For I sure. think is really cool about like the artists to come. Yeah. Um, yes. Because a lot of a lot of these, I'll hear a local act or a very small act that's only getting like a few thousand plays on SoundCloud or something like that, and be blown away. And I'm just like, this deserves to be popular. And I know I'll like forget maybe about the name for like a year, come back to it, and they might be the next big thing. Right. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. 
And uh, if we if we need to cap it off at five, I think one artist who I've seen, like, just I think it's Nino. Oh man, yeah. and, uh, fire! And like, uh, I I don't think his style specifically lends itself to being like catchy or yeah. or like oh like all the kids are singing it, but people come out to see him. Ever since South by, he's been on tour. He was on tour. He's with he SZA. He was in Austin, yeah, I saw him in Austin. He toured with SZA. He had his own tour, and now he's touring with T Pain. Yeah. So his <laughs> ex- his level of exposure keeps on going up, mm-hmm. and it's just like dope to see it. Like uh, he was on um, Vivo New Artist Watch, and he also just did. Have you all seen the Colors series? Yes. Yeah. He was just on the Colors series too. Yeah, he did it twice. He did it once in solo, and then he did a Nino remix with T Pain. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like someone like him who's a prolific. Uh, like you look at his songs, his word count is crazy. Like, mm. damn, like he's saying all these words. Like, a lot of his songs are like touching five minutes. Yeah, because he th- he's going so many different. It's places. very it's very unorthodox, which right. I appreciate. Because I mean, like his melodies, I don't under- I don't understand how he comes up with it's them. Definitely, because yeah. yeah. it's like when yeah. you would expect a line to end is just the middle of a new line that's beginning at the end of the next one. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know what I just said, but like that's what it feels like sometimes. Because uh. it's like he, he really he really can keep you on your toes in right. a way, but it's soothing. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not it's not like a, it's not chaotic. Yeah, it's it's yeah. He's super soothing to me because it's that Midwest feel. Like I love it. It's so just yeah. yeah, I really like it. And I think that he's able. Like he works so closely with Monty Book with Monty Booker. Um, I don't know Monty. Monty Monte. Yeah, um, um, he's a producer from Chicago. Dope. Selection, uh, selection nice. artist. But I think it lets him like really get that sound that is Smino because it's. He's working with the same people all the time, and so it's just like, yeah, you can feel it. That's awesome. Fact. Yeah, yeah. That was Smino. So we had Smino, Abra, yeah, John, John Bap, whose album his the album's called Yesterday's Homily. I just remembered. What is a homily? It's like a church. a part of a liturgy in church. So. Wow, I'm going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Billy. Yeah, Billy, and then Billy, uh, Brockhampton. Yeah. Brockhampton. Nice. Man, so much to be, so much to look forward to. Damn, there is. I can't wait. Let's talk about concerts. So, a big part of the musical experience is the live experience. Absolutely. Obviously, uh, what are some of y'all's favorite concerts in the past year? Uh, Young Thug. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> I believed you. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen him live ever. Uh, <laughs> uh, Shout out Young Thug one time. <laughs> 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 I'll go last because mine's a cop out. <laughs> All right, I I know what my answer is. Go. Um, this is the best concert I've ever seen in my whole entire life. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Um, it was actually the best thing my eyes have ever laid witness on, ever. Wow. Um, yeah, it was it was Solange's oh. um, okay l- performance oh. art piece in Marfa. It oh, was, shit. it was uh, it was a whole weekend experience because the Chinati Foundation is like the art organization out there that makes Marfa what it is. Solange came in, she performed in an open field mm-hmm. with Donald Judd's 16 works of concrete as the backdrop, which are these like giant cube cubular like um concrete blocks that are just laid out like in different ways. Hashtag cubular. <laughs> <laughs> it's a word. I think Strategic. if it's not, it is now. <laughs> um and she and then she also added her own similar like art to the back. And all her art was like a hot pink. Her whole band was all wearing, including her, was all wearing like these hot pink dresses. 
and she performed with like dancers in a live band as the sun was setting and she instructed the whole audience to wear all white and we were in a line this is crazy and we marched in a single file line through this open field as the sun was setting and lined up on a hill and then they came out the same way and like there's like air horns that announced their like <laughs> arrival bro it was like it was amazing the rapture it happened <laughs> yeah, it was really and it was in the middle like it was six hours out of austin you know it was yeah. in the middle of west texas and um she did her whole album of uh a seat at the table and it was it was beautiful she like went into the crowd it was so intimate she was five feet in, in front of in front of the crowd wow. like she was right in front of us yeah. um and she like talked she like touched like and hugged audience members as she was singing um it was really special and it was something that has never really happened before and it was something so unique and it was more than just the music you know it was a whole live experience and the fact that she was almost like conducting the sky as she was doing this performance <laughs> and the sun was gone the moment you stepped out. That's wild. It was, it was perfect. And, and I think that she pushes the boundaries of what a live concert experience can be. So that was mine. Ooh. I was very excited. <laughs> well, let's just move to the next session. <laughs> 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 okay. okay. But I do want to talk about Moses Sumney cause I know you were there too. Bless, bless. Uh, so good. Mm-hmm. Yes. What'd you think? Um, I, I thought it was, I mean, I always expect high things from Moses, but he exceeded my expectations. So I feel like the stuff that he does with the looping mm-hmm. is phenomenal. Oh, so hearing his voice in real time is like <laughs> angelic <laughs> and piercing uh-huh. at the same time. And then his crowd involvement, like the way, remember when he was like having the crowd sing these yep. certain parts and then, yeah, I thought it was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. He's very, um so like solemn but Mm. very like very energetic at the same time um and yeah some girl a a woman wanted him to play a song and he didn't know and he's like well i'm gonna fuck it up but like okay i'll do it and just played the song Mm -hmm. that someone in the crowd wanted to hear that's awesome um yeah i don't remember it's one of his older ones yeah 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 um but i really liked his album because um a romanticism that came out in the fall because he did an interview and he talked about how he questions if the idea of like romantic love is really for everybody. Um, Mm. And then I think the themes of the album kind of played on that when we're at a time where people are kind of throwing away the boxes of what it means to be a male or a female, like in a relationship or not. Um, And he just expresses it. Yeah. Um, And just wondering like, is this role like, We've just been told we need to do this that mm. our whole lives, but it, it is that real? Is it actually working out? And I think he expresses that kind of confusion or um, like disagreement with that in a really beautiful way. Like it's haunting. Mm-hmm. He's like a very haunting lived, presence. Like in his live me. show. Yeah, very much so. Why? Wow. I'd hate to one up l- that one, but. Oh, shut up. I need to listen to that <laughs> album. Yeah. I actually have not listened to his his album. I've been it's sleeping. Really good. Yeah. No, I've, I've been I, I all year, I'm sure it. you've heard Plastic, though. Like, you would know Plastic. Um, yeah. I, th- it's, I think it's like the final scene of the last Insecure um, mm. episode. I haven't heard Plastic, but you saying the word Plastic just made me remember 
Safa's album was really, really good. Classic <laughs> 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 one Celsius. But yeah, I just wanted to make sure I gave him acknowledgement so I don't get like cursed in that. <laughs> I would say my uh, best favorite concert of 2017 had to be Frank Ocean at FYF. Mm. What? You were there? It was like <sighs> literally so one of the craziest things because as he, like he's using the he has like a basically a catwalk and then he's using the big screen that like the day before Missy Elliott was performing in front of just to project all the video that they're gathering on stage because he had a bunch of cameramen surrounding him and uh it was like they're using red cameras like literally $30,000 cameras and then all the add-on basically $100,000 camera $50,000 cameras to shoot video onto the big screen which was literally better than your eyesight that's crazy (laughs) and like as he was singing there was there was a part where he's at the end of the catwalk playing on the piano on the floor and then there's a camera that comes out of the stage pointing at him at his back looking at like looking at the crowd and you're like what the hell what the what is happening yeah, yeah. it's all like he doesn't need to do that much because he's Frank Ocean yeah but because he's Frank Ocean he's always doing the most um and like his band is like performing like in a circle just like what we're doing and he's just like going going from main stage catwalk to front and one of the craziest moments is when he, when Brad Pitt comes out of nowhere. <laughs> 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 on the, he's on the side of the stage, yeah. on the phone, like with no one, probably talking to imaginary Angelina, oh. and just like, Ooh. yeah. Shots. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's just on the, and you're just like, whoa, like Frank Ocean has checked the boxes of showmanship, mm. and like some of like he brought some of the songs to life for me, especially biking. Like every like uh. when he's like God damn it, yeah. <laughs> everyone was like turning. Yeah. We're like, They're like singing along too. And it's like happen? how do y'all know the mummer? Like yeah. how do y'all know that part? Yeah. So that was definitely one of the the biggest uh, concerts I've ever been a part of because mm. it's like that's amazing. That's history. I feel like show. also it's so rare for him to do a show in general. Facts, which I think makes it really <laughs> special. Facts, and it's just like yo, he did that in his backyard, like. The shoes that he had on were like glitter shoes, and someone's like, "I love your shoes," and he's like, "I just picked them out of my closet." <laughs> <laughs> and it was just a, it was an emphatic moment for me because as That's an artist, amazing. he like pushed the boundary. Right, definitely. Okay, so talking about honing in on craft, um, years coming to an end, New Year's coming up. We have any resolutions going on? What did you guys do mm. last year? What are you doing this coming year? Um, last year, for me, I made like kind of a bullshit resolution that fucked around and changed my life, honestly. Ooh. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, my New Year's resolution was do new shit. That was it. Um, and I like bought a, I bought a camera online and somehow ended up like dedicating like three-fourths of my year entirely to photography just like on accident um, and like started making music and started like trying to dabble in like graphic design and kind of decommitted myself to some of the things I've been working on a long time in order to explore new things um, and that was really eye-opening and I didn't expect such a bullshit New Year's resolution to have such a big impact but it <laughs> did. so when people talk about New Year's resolutions like ah man those don't even matter blah 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 it's like if you want it to it can really it can really have an influence on you that was mine for last year Nice. Do you have any? Um, so mine from last year was like 
last year, end of 2016, I just like chucked my life up in the air. Like I'm starting over, quit my job, moved. Awesome. Um, so a big thing for me was like, I want to do things that I want to do. Like mm-hmm. figure out what you want to do and do it. Experiment, um, like work for people that you believe in and support. That was my big thing. Um, and yeah, it's been working out. Like yeah. I work for, yeah, awesome people. I like what I'm doing. I'm learning about entrepreneurship. Have like a bit. Not that I have my whole life planned by any yeah. means, but I can see a bit further than I could. Because mm. there's a while when you don't know what's coming next that it's just like yeah, foggy all around. You have mm. no idea. Was it scary doing that? Yeah, absolutely. Like doing it at first feels really good. You're like, yes, I got this. Like I'm on a high. And then you get like a couple months into it and you're like, what, what a year's am I a long doing? Time. Like, mm-hmm. I don't quite have this figured out yet. I don't know if I'm going to. That's just me thinking about that. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was a lot, but it's worked out really well. Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Did you have one last year? No. Uh, it's funny because Madison uh, played the what, like the podcast episode ten from the old season, old series, and uh, I was saying, oh, I wanted to perform in the. I she she sent me a text of like have a, a human influence event in New York, have it out have a, a event outside of Austin. Yeah, and that's what we did. That's awesome. And it was just like I oh, love that shit. Like <laughs> it makes your balls kind of tingle, like <laughs> <laughs> or your yeah, absolutely. Or your eggs. Um, <laughs> and, and it's just like as when she reminded me of that of that energy or that power that I have, mm. I start to think through all the things that were being manifested by like my mind right. and my spirit over this year and it's like oh wow like like more or less uh more than a re- resolution just a declaration like yo like 2018 um even for human influence it's we spent we've done two year two and a half years of building the brand but it yeah like in 2018 we're building the business like making creating more opportunities for more creatives um, to express themselves, but also like building a network between us and a, a bridge between us and like companies who have the bag. Mm. So like, yeah, that's a declaration. Yo, we're getting to the bag next year so that more more things can get done and more more dreams can come true. Um, but for me as a, like a, as a solo artist, it's like, yo, like, 2018 is gonna be lit. We're gonna like yeah, yeah. It's gonna be lit. <laughs> like, like I can confirm. Like we will. Like me as an artist and the people, whatever that affords. There's definitely gonna be a a, a traveling circus or a tour, quote unquote, Ooh. because it, it's gonna happen. Body work is gonna come out. So Ooh. it's just like mm-hmm. oh, we got the exclusive. Yeah. So it's just like that's where my mind is, and I realize after 2017. It's all about where your mind is, and like thing, everything follows after that. So, yeah, um, there's there's those two fronts, and uh, also like I'm about to manifest it right now. I will meet. I will have met my wife. (laughs) 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 We won't get married, but I will have met my wife. Done. Done. Shadi, all right. Shadi, I (laughs) can't. 
Did you have any resolutions from last year? Or if you didn't, maybe um, yeah, what's your I mean, upcoming resolution? Did. It wasn't like explicitly a resolution. There was a Kanye West tweet. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I this like, like this, this is like going. your entire praxis, I feel like. It <laughs> really is. Like, I feel like everybody says, oh, I'm the biggest Kanye West fan ever. I'm actually the biggest <laughs> Kanye West fan. He is Kanye West. <laughs> I actually Kanye I West. I knew it. Uh, but he had tweet? this tweet. It was... Please, as much as is possible, do everything that you can in your lifetime. So Word. that was so at the end of 2016, I was like, yo, yes, definitely. I got all this stuff to do. Like, and I feel like I can do it. Like, I'm going to go for it. But I feel like the lesson that I learned from that is like, nah, <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's not a yeah, good you're talking idea. About a roller coaster. I was like, yeah, yeah. let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I feel like it's probably more wise to think about what's reasonable for you to be able to do and then like do sustainable things with people who are already doing things that you are interested in so this year this upcoming year is like i don't think there's a point in like being a martyr for causes that you believe in i mean it could be if like you're colin kaepernick or something yeah but you don't need to like overwork yourself and kill yourself to like get to this point where you can just like your own health like your yeah. mental health and well-being is important as well. So I feel like my resolution is like go with the flow, maybe more. Yeah, and, and also I feel like that's not necessarily contradictory to the tweet itself for sure. because for sure, if you want to do everything you can in your lifetime, then that takes longevity and it takes patience too. So You're it's right. like I'm just immature. No, <laughs> that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I, I mean, like, yeah, I I think that that y- you can read that and want to do everything immediately or you can read that and realize maybe I want to do things more slowly like with the flow in order to achieve them overall like there are mm. two schools of thought I feel mm. like and that's cool that you learned about like which one works for you mm. and like to uh, doing everything you want to do in your lifetime that if you want to do it right yeah it, take, it takes patience for sure yeah. you, you want to experience it something at its highest like at its highest level and it's just like oh like like you can't just oh oh so for some people they just want to like open up ableton and make make music and that's all but a lot of people do have the ambitions like yo if i'm going to open this up i want to like see how far i can go and understanding that that's a that's a long road mm. some people have different dispositions and different skill sets coming into things and understanding like yo like my path like my gps is going to take me through the back road and maybe it, it might end up where i expected it but some most of the time it's going to take you somewhere else and uh, i think about that quote that kanye says it's just i don't know like also like it's a it's a part of like you can have this big emphatic dream about the promised land what that means but understanding like if you're given what you imagine, you'll be disappointed. If you're given exactly what you wanted, mm. you'll always be disappointed. Mm. And the best parts of life for me has been the, the crazy twist, mm. the, su- the p- surprise, the loss. Because every time in my life when I've lost something, I've got it back tenfold. Do we have any closing thoughts? Uh, I mean, we just went through a whole, you know, roller coaster of music and of influence and of media and culture and all these things i guess maybe we can go around and say if y'all have a piece of advice for listeners going into the new year what's something that 
you learned that you want to you want to share and then we can close out through there so i guess mine would be control what's in your power like Mm -hmm. i was just talking about i would say um make space for yourself like don't don't forget yourself and all the things that you're doing that's great advice. Um, mine, would, mine would be use your voice. Like, if you're worried about finding it, you find it by using it. Also, charge your phones when you go to bed at <laughs> night. Like, yeah, I do not so understand yeah. how your phone Holy dies. Shit. Yeah, yeah. I'll be, like, that's laying off. next to my, my – I'll have to move an inch to get my charger. I'll be like, I'll do it in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Retainer? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, my advice is don't worry about talent. Just put in the work. Um most of the time, people who don't have talent forget that they just have to work. It's weird. It's like one of those things like, oh, I'm not predisposed to this. Like, uh, I'm not going to – it's never going to work out. But it will eventually work out. Yeah. So just just trust that. Trust the process. Yeah, trust too. the process. You had control what's in your power. Use your voice. Make room for yourself. Trust the process. I'm gonna get those embroidered on, a, on like a quilt. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I started cross stitching. I'll just yeah. get them in for you. Great. Well, um, shout out to Omenihu for coming through. Uh, yes. You're going to Nigeria tomorrow. Yes. Hey. I'm leaving. Uh, I'm leaving tomorrow to, to go to Dallas, and then I'll be in Nigeria probably Friday or Thursday. Amazing. Good Sweet. luck with that, man. Thank you. It's gonna be an amazing trip. But yeah, thanks so much for making the time to come chop it up with us. I guess y'all will hear from us in the new year. Thank Um, you for listening. Absolutely. And that's signing off, Influence Radio.